This is the Game of Codes on the Raw, Australia's biggest sporting debate. Jeff is the Wanderers, three losses on the trot. What's going on in the A-League? Oh, jeez, you hate to see it, unless you're a Sydney FC fan, in yeah. which case. You're loving it. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> We've got uh, Matty Gallier, uh, football expert at theraw.com.au, joining us to help discuss what's going wrong at the Wanderers. How are you, legend? I'm good, mate. Thanks for having me on. Now, what is happening in Western Sydney, mate? Where's it all going wrong? Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I think, obviously, the, the results at the start of the season maybe uh, let, made people think that they were a bit better than they actually are. I think uh, that they haven't performed particularly well throughout the season. Obviously, they've had some, some good results, but I, I think it's sort of a combination of, the in general, that they don't seem to be very cohesive going forward and they're prone to some uh, you know pretty schoolboy errors at the back. Um, you know, like the second goal against the that they conceded against Newcastle was pretty uh, a pretty poor attempt at, a, at a, an offside trap, um, for, for instance. But you know, and I think that from time to time, VAR's probably provided a convenient excuse to sort of lost games on 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 tough calls. But and, and that's sort of provided Babble with an excuse to say, well, we've been hard done by there. But if you actually look at the performance, it hasn't been that great. So perhaps they haven't looked deeply enough into their their own performances as well. Um, and, and, and they're falling for this narrative that they've perhaps been a bit unlucky. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting one, obviously with them back at, uh, their, their stadium, you know, you'd hope that for the, for the league, it looked like it would be a really good thing. And, and with the results coming, the crowds were, were, were looking good, but I think Babel has to try and find something new in attack. He's, he's, he's probably trying to find a, a balance between you know, the likes of uh, Duke and, and Meyer and, and some of the other guys he's got. So it'll be interesting to see how, how he solves it. But uh, for, for me, it looks like the, there's a lot of issues at, at, at the bookends of their team at the moment. It's a strange one. They've been... I mean, the Newcastle game was a perfect example of it. Really inconsistent, even just within the space of 90 minutes. Because um, mm. they had a, a 20 or 30 minute period of play right after halftime where they looked really good. And they actually ended up, you know, you look at the stat sheet from that Newcastle game, they had 22 shots. Um, somehow didn't manage to score. Now, Glenn Moss made a few very good saves for, for the Jets. But when you're actually watching the game, you know, with the exception of that little period after half time, you'd almost not have known. Um, and, and certainly watching the game, you didn't get any real um, sense of dominance from the Wanderers, which were borne out in those numbers. And, you know, Babel said as much after the game, although in a pretty strange way. I mean, a lot of the times we see really good managers stand in front of their players and make sure that um, they're the focus of attention and they're not shifting blame. Um, Babel pretty much went in the opposite direction. It was like, well, yeah, they're not doing what I'm, I told them to do, and that's why we haven't won. And um, But when they did do what I told them to do, then we looked really good. There might be some truth to that, but it's not exactly the most... Um, convincing uh, post-match comment to have. So, I mean, in a way, there's a silver lining to that in that when the Wanderers do actually follow Babel's instructions to the letter, that there is promise for that. And that was shown in the early second half against the Jets. But ultimately, if they're not performing consistently, if they aren't able to execute his plans, that falls back on Babel. Um, and I think it's also important to to note that um, had it not been for Daniel Lopar in that game against the Jets, this would have been a cricket yeah. score pretty early on. He made eight saves, was phenomenal, couple of one-on-one stops, um, and he's been good for a lot of the season. So I, I think you're absolutely right, Matt. 
their defence in particular looks really shaky right now, and they they need to fix it shortly. It's, and it's interesting, you know, you make the the point about Babel's comments after the game. It's not the first time he's no. sort of thrown players under the bus. He did that a lot last season, where he was sort of questioning player mentality, you know, questioning whether this generation is is cut out for you know criticism and uh, the the sort of um, I guess hair dry treatment that that you know uh, was the the way when I guess Babel was playing, but. I think he has to perhaps start looking a bit more uh, inwardly at, at himself and, and the way his teams play because they're, they're very inconsistent. They have been for a while. We thought maybe, you know, if he gets a, a transfer window to build the team in his image back at their home stadium, it might be different, but they're, they're sort of falling into a lot of the same traps as last season. That was the thing. Last year, he had a, a quite legitimate excuse of he had inherited a team. This year is one that he's built himself. We're still seeing some of the same issues. Really, you've got to start looking towards the coaching staff. They're the ones who have to improve this. Because um, if not, it, it's it's really it's all on him. In one word, are you going to turn it around, Matty? Uh, I'm going to say no. I don't think they're going to win a, a title or, or a championship or anything like that. Jeffers? I don't think they'll win the title. I think they'll improve over the next couple of months, though. Well, Matty Galea, as always, football expert at au. Pleasure having you on A Game of Codes, the show's biggest sporting debate. Thanks for having me, guys. On The Raw, Game of Codes, Australia's biggest sporting debate.